재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 A whopping 10 out of 10 Monday morning Theme of the day for part of my English numbers Yes Numerous expressions is what we're uh, trying to take a look at today If you've ever wondered uh, where these expressions come from Well then Then you're welcome Because you're going to be right. educated this morning The first being uh, the whole nine yards Now if you're a football fan Or know anything about football You want to go 10 yards before you get that uh, first down. So where did this expression, the whole nine yards, come from? Well, the meaning is everything is possible or available. Go the whole nine yards. Now, example would be send in the troops, aircraft, nuclear submarine experts, the whole nine yards. Or when army cooks dinner, she always goes. I'm sorry. Yes. (laughs) I'm sorry. I misspoke. When Amy cooks dinner. She always goes the whole nine yards. When I said she, I was like, yeah, that's a way you could refer to the army. Yeah. Yeah. How's well, she doing? How's the armor doing? How's anyways, doing? I, I do love when Amy cooks because she does go the whole nine yards. Now, where did exactly this come from? The exact origin of this idiom is still a slight mystery. And one linguist called it uh, the Bigfoot of word origins because there are so many different origin theories about this phrase but none of them can be proven and many can be easily debunked. Now, some people say it dates back to when square riggers had three masts each with three yards supporting the sails. So the whole nine yards meant all three sails were fully set. Now, another popular story holds that it refers to the length of an ammunition belt on World War II fighters Because when a pilot had exhausted his ammunition, he said he shot off the whole nine yards. Both Uh, sound like very reasonable explanations, right? Because you think like, oh, we're going to go full speed ahead, whole nine yards, Mm -hmm. meaning like all three sails in full mast or full full sail. And same thing. Uh, I shot the whole nine yards. I went the whole nine yards. I, I unloaded all my ammunition belt. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very, very true. Maybe uh, we'll take a look at the, at the second one and see if you've ever used it. For me, first time hearing to play second fiddle. Oh, really? Be less important or in a weak position than anyone else. So I'm sure if you've played orchestra before, you could mm-hmm. be first first chair or second yes. chair violin and things like that. Well, for example, we can say, I'm sick of playing second fiddle to Joe. I'm so done with it. Or you could say, when she realized she was doing nothing but playing second fiddle, she felt helpless and wanted to quit everything. Right. So unsurprisingly, the expression is generally held to have its origins in the world of music. So in early orchestra, the prominent and high-profile member of the orchestra was a musician who played the lead or first violin. So naturally, there were other violinists in the sec- uh, in the string section of the orchestra, but these would be not as important or honored as the lead violinist. So these musicians became known as the second fiddles, and the expression has now become firmly established in the language by meaning someone who's uh, not that important, second place, maybe even third place. Or just, yeah, just takes the second importance, or there's someone more prominent So like Batman's the superhero? Yes, and and Robin Robin. is playing second fiddle. My goodness. I think that's a a very good application of it. So what happens if uh, Batman goes six feet under? Well, then Robin is probably going to start playing first fiddle. (laughs) Maybe. Six feet under, dead or buried. Well, Batman does go six feet under all the time because he's in that bat cave. (laughs) Yeah, very true. I, I wonder if he did die in the in the comics. Ever.
Ever. Yeah, I'm not. I've never read comics. So There's actually a new uh, Batman anime coming out in Japan. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be quite interesting. Yeah, they, they might, the might whole have a, Japanese version, but the original story of Batman, no, or a different take on. So it. So he comes to Japan and he speaks Japanese. Okay. Very interesting. I'm kind of excited for not kind of. I'm very excited. Yeah. For what that's going to look like. Uh six feet under. Will he die in this take on Batman? Mm-hmm. Will he be buried alive or dead? We don't know, but we could say we both knew that we would be six feet under soon. Or you could say, you can't read my diary, not until I'm six feet under. <laughs> Did you ever have a diary? Over my dead body. Did I have a diary? I mean, I've had, yeah, I guess. Not not like I guess. That means like I wrote in like three pages and then I stopped. That's probably, I mean, okay. that's more like it. When I was five years old, I remember I, I said, this is what I did today and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, ever since then, I've switched from diaries to journals. Because I became a man. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> Parents always read it, though, don't they? Yeah, but you know, I I wrote more about like ah, I don't know, I don't know what's what's the what's the proper way to journal. Would, would they bury you six feet under if they found certain things in it? No, because I don't write those write those things. But oh, okay. I do write about maybe my feelings when other. Family members have been put six feet under. Oh. That took a really morbid turn. <laughs> it was during the origin of this. Was during the Great Plague of London. The uh, the idiom six feet under was made at that time with twenty percent of London's population. Uh, I guess succumbing to the plague, the death rate reached over eight thousand per week. Now, in an effort to limit the outbreak, the Lord Mayor of London enacted rules in regard to the plague, which included a mandate that all graves be buried a minimum of six feet deep. But scientifically, the solution to bury bodies six feet under was ineffective in reducing the transfer of the plague. It wasn't the dead bodies that spread the plague to the living, but rather infected fleas that would carry the plague from person to person. Well, we know the solution to that. Put every flea six feet under. Yeah, all of them. Individually. Yeah, or maybe you could starve them by not feeding them three squares Mm. a day, three complete meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For example, we can say, I was glad to get back uh, home to three squares. Or you could say, I guess I should limit myself to three squares to lose Wait. Yeah. How many meals do you have? One, or, two, many. Or five small squares. Very true. But the origin to this uh, expression comes uh, generally agreed by etymologists that the term square meal arose in the 19th century in America when the word square meant honest, solid, proper. So some people say that uh, it may be connected to the fact that square had been the term using this, the tool used to measure right angles. So right angle shapes like uh, squares and, and rectangles all have uh, the right angle considered as proper. And this term allegedly evolved to mean, you know, fair and honorable. And there are also some other interesting etymology theories behind the uh, origin of the term, which haven't been uh, proved correct. But in the past, sailors used to serve meals on square-shaped wooden plates, which would allow to s- people to sit side by side neatly with their plates fitting well together so that their meals were less inclined to slide around the table on choppy seas and things like that. I see. It's a, it's an expression. My, my grandpa was a sailor, and it's an expression he used a lot. So I guess that could also, for the term square, it's like be there or be square. That Doesn't that mean it's, it's hip to be square? Square also means like if you're square, it means that you're... Uh, you're too rigid. Oh, you're not cool. Yeah? Okay. But then people are saying, no, you're hip to be Shade square. Like it's cool to follow the rules yeah. kind of thing. 
That seems like a like a a dare logo. Or something like yeah, that. Like very low song. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh, those are our expressions for today. Hope you learn them and you can expand your vocab with them as well. And we'll leave you guys with Bruno Mars. Here's Count on Me.